So the Cincinnati Bearcats are going to the Big 12 next year. That's great. But that also means they should win this game today. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcast and on YouTube. My name is Alex Frank, your host each and every day, former sports director of Bearcats Media, UC's student-run media organization. The Bearcats in Tulane doing battle today at Nippert Stadium for all the marvels as to who hosts the conference championship game. So the Cincinnati Bearcats are going to the Big 12 next year, and I said that that's great. But that also means you got to beat a team like Tulane. I understand Tulane's really good. I understand they're having a Cinderella season. But I also understand that Cincinnati is still the standard in this conference. And I understand that Cincinnati is coming off a college football playoff appearance. This is still less than one year removed. And Cincinnati is still, like I said, the standard in the conference, which means for any team to win a conference championship not named Cincinnati, they got to beat them, them being Cincinnati. So I look at this game, and I say to myself, I don't know when Tulane's going to get their moment to go to a Power 5 conference. So they're going to stay in the American, which is going to be not as strong and formidable when Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF leave. I think, therefore, the Bearcats should win this game, right? They have the pedigree. They have the experience. And they're bringing a lot into this game. They're bringing a lot of Momentum for the program, a lot of success. They've won 58 games over the last four-plus years, 32 straight home wins. And it's senior day. It's sold-out crowd. It's going to be raucous. And I, I, I just think that means Cincinnati should pull this one out. You cannot come off a college football playoff season. And you're going to the Big 12 next year and lose this game. You'd be 9-3, and and you wouldn't even play for a championship in the American if you come up short in this game. I don't think that would look good at all going to the Big 12. How would UCF and Houston view Cincinnati, right? Houston, they can't say much because they won a championship back in 2015 when the American didn't even have really a legitimate chance at sending a team to the playoff like they did last year with Cincinnati. UCF, though, could say something because they beat Cincinnati this year, and UCF could go win a third conference championship and hold that over Cincinnati's heads. If you're Cincinnati, a lot is on the line in this game. Your reputation and legacy is on the line, right? Maybe not legacy, but certainly a reputation. It's one thing to say you're going to the Big 12 next year, but it's another thing to say that you did in your final season what you were supposed to do. We said coming into the season, the expectation was to win an American championship. We said coming into the season why this was the most important season in Bearcats football history. And it was all because of the fact that you're bridging your playoff season and your Big 12 season. That is what makes this so important. And to me, 
That's why this game, the Bearcats should win, right? I compare it to ECU. Tulane is having a great season. Didn't see it coming. Cinderella, a lot of, you know, great moments, great wins. They're talented. They're hungry. Cincinnati's got the culture, though. And I don't think Cincinnati is, I don't think it's an arrogant culture, right? They've been tested this year. They got, they lost to Arkansas, which I think now we can admit was a bad loss. They lost at UCF, but they've bounced back since then. They beat a really good ECU team and then went on the road into an environment that I wouldn't want to play a football game in a temple and beat them 23 to three, shut them down. So to me, you have a team who just, might be starting to recapture some things that make it who it is or who they are running game, especially if Evan Prater starts today, which we don't know. That's another thing too. We don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be. Now, Ben Bryan was on crutches and walking boot after the game. That would suggest to you and it suggests to me that Prater is going to get the start. And if he does, I think the Bearcats get the win today, but we don't know. Um, you can't lose to Tulane at home. Tulane is not going anywhere anytime soon. I think they're a really good program. I think Willie Fritz has done a great job with that team and that program. I think it's great for their fans. I think it's great for their commu- I think it's great for their their school. They're having a season like this. You know, in past they've had solid starts to seasons. They just haven't been able to finish. This year they've sustained their winning ways. They're 9-2, 19th in the country. So you've got, for the first time since really UCF in 2019, a higher-ranked team coming into your stadium to play. But if you're Cincinnati, you should be viewing yourselves as the standard. And all this talk about Tulane and how good they have been this season and how Cincinnati has just been pulling out wins, how would it look if you let Tulane come in, Tulane, I mean, Cincinnati has not lost a home game since November 10th, 2017. That's a long, long time, right? 58 wins over the last four plus seasons. And I think, and I think the onus in this game is on the seniors, the hometown heroes. Justin Williams profiled them in the athletic. You have guys like Josh Wiley and Javon Hicks and... Malik Van, who sadly won't be playing tomorrow, but guys who chose to stay home and build something special here with Luke Fickle. I mean, this is their game. They don't know if they're going to get another home game next week. Today is a championship game, if you think about it. There is something significant on the line in this game. The winner advances to the championship game. The loser still could but you'll know if they will. And the loser is certainly not hosting the championship game. Cincinnati has an opportunity to host a third straight championship game. Cincinnati has an opportunity to play in a fourth straight championship game. They are still the gold standard in this conference. Why? Because they've been to the championship game the last three years and they've been to the college football playoff. And UCF losing the Navy last week suggests that Cincinnati now has an opportunity to write the blip and the slip down the mountain that they, you know, happened against Central Florida and rebound and win this game today. You win this game today, you're in firm control of your chances of going back to the Cotton Bowl. 
And you, if, if this team can win this game and a championship and get to the Cotton Bowl, this might be the greatest job of Luke Fickle's career. I think it already is, considering the talent loss from last year and how they're winning games this year. They have squeaked out wins. The teams in the past, I'm not sure if they win. How they beat ECU, I still don't know. Why? They made enough plays to win the game. Their culture prevailed. Coming up, I'll get to my keys to the game. But first, I'm here to tell you why this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up college football season. It's so easy to get started and easy to play while you're watching your favorite team play. Sports isn't legal in Ohio just yet, but if you're a Bearcats fan living in any state that has legalized sports betting, you can go in, you can look at the different pick'em choices for the Bearcats this week, um, who you're going to pick, higher or lower. Um, make your picks. It's easy to play and available in over 30 states. Just pick between two and five players across any team, not just the Bearcats, and decide if they will finish higher or lower. One of the easiest fantasy to play games out there, and you can win cold hard cash in a single game. Sign up with promo code Locked On, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, just get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code Locked On. Get it on the college football pick em action today. All right, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on this Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever. This is not the Odyssey app. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you can get your podcasts. All right, so keys to the game. If you're Cincinnati, it, it starts with stopping the run. And Cincinnati has been very good at that this season in most games. I look at this game, Tulane is averaging 189.7 rushing yards per game. They have a really strong running game headlined by um, Ty J. Spears, who has just under 1,000 yards this season, and Michael Pratt, their quarterback, who has 317 yards. 118 of those have come on losses. That might be on sacks. Then you have uh, Shadi Clayton Johnson as 308, Iverson Celestine at 304. There is a huge emphasis on this game on stopping the run. Um, clearly, Tulane is looking to run the football, whether it's with Michael Pratt or Ty J. Spears. If you're the front seven of Cincinnati, as you've done so well this season, right? You shut down Temple's run game. ECU's running game did get theirs, but you made some critical stops when it mattered. And um, you also made critical plays. I mean, you shut down Tulsa's running game. You stopped USF's running game when it mattered. You are in great position once again on your home turf to do that again. If you stop their running game early and get into Michael Pratt, that is going to be a major, major factor in this football game. Um, So if you are Cincinnati... Make Michael Pratt win this game himself. And then on the other side, if you're Cincinnati, you got to establish the run. If Prater's starting in this game, I think you're going to be able to do that because you're going to be able to have more running plays, not just the same standard handoff up the middle. You're going to be able to run some stretch plays. You're going to be able to run some outside zone. You're going to be able to do a lot of things that with Ben Bryant in, you can do, but they don't work well, right? Stretch the defense, make them unable to load the box, Prater's going to run. He might get some design runs. Tulane is allowing this season 147.3 rushing yards per game. 
And I believe that is right around the Bearcats average. Cincinnati last week rushed for 131 yards. It suggested that maybe their running game is recapturing um, success. So far this season, the Bearcats are averaging 127.9 rushing yards. So Tulane gives up more than what the Bearcats are averaging. I would think the Bearcats run the ball for about 150 in this game. I really think they can, right? And then another key to the game, and this is so simple, defend your home turf. Get that first stop on defense, right? When the game is still scripted, this is something Austin Elmore likes to say, when the game is still scripted, okay, you got to be able to not let a team get into a rhythm. If Cincinnati's on defense first, crowd's going to be behind you. If Ivan Pace gets in there and makes a big play, if Deshaun Pace makes a big tackle, if Corleone snuffs out a run, if you know you force a turnover maybe, you get a sack, that's going to really fire up this team and crowd. Tulane is the underdog in this game, and they may come in playing that way. But Cincinnati is going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder too because they know they're still the best team in this conference. It kind of felt like maybe their swag had gone away after that loss to UCF, but you've seen it recently. And that went over ECU, a game they really maybe should have lost. And the game against Temple, you know, they went out there and Temple had no chance from the second quarter on. Four turnovers, and Prater was playing well. Running game was working. So if you can do that again today, I think you're going to be in great position to win this game. The defense, to me, is the biggest key in this game. If it's a low-scoring game, and you heard Russ say this yesterday, if you heard, um, if you can get Tulane into a slugfest, I'm sorry, a low-scoring affair, I think you win. I think the Bearcats win this game. Low-scoring games favor Cincinnati. I don't know if they can get into a shootout, but there's a reason they had a chance against UCF because it was 25-21, and I mean it was. 18 to 13 in the fourth quarter. It felt like a game the Bearcats were going to win. This game is at home, right? There have been some blips this season. I didn't know if the Bearcats were going to be in this position with two losses. But I think that they are speaks to their pedigree, what they've done, and the, quite frankly, that they're still a really good team. So to me, that's where we're at. All right. Coming up, players to watch and my score predictions. I'll explain all of that. Excuse me. After a word from Upside. So Upside offsets inflated prices. By the way, this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Upside. They offset Upside offsets inflated prices by giving you cash back on purchases. I use Upside everywhere. Gas stations, grocery stores, dining out. It's so easy to use the Upside app. I have so much cash back. I'm going to go to Cincy Shirts and buy some merchandise. Um, Inflation has us all thinking about different ways to cut back. Um, We've had to cut back on, you know, dining out less. We don't, I don't buy as much from the grocery store. We can all agree there's nothing fun about less, but that's why I started using Upside because less is more. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out with Upside. I don't have to cut back because I get cash back on every purchase. Um, I would have had to, you know, maybe cut back on ticket money. I mean, I spent a bunch of money when I went to the Bengals game in New Orleans. So I don't have to cut because I earn cash back on essentials, like going to the grocery store, like dining out, like filling up my tank when I'm on the road. 
It's so easy to get started. Download the free Upside app. Use my promo code LOCKED and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business. Pay as usual with a credit or debit card and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back from your, your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. All right, so players to watch. Um, we'll start with Tulane. Offensively, I'm going to say Tajay Spears. Their running back who is um, the leader of this team, right? He's the driving force beyond Tulane's biggest strength on offense. That's their running game. He averages 6.4 yards a carry. He's got 12 touchdowns on the year, just under 1,000 yards. Averages about 90.5 rushing yards per game. So if you can slow down him, you're going to be in great position to um, make Michael Pratt go have to win this game himself. And that is what could make the Bearcats in great position to go out there and get a huge win that would send them to the conference championship game. By the way, Ty J. Spears, some of his numbers – this season 121 last week 100 he has five straight 100 yard rushing games six total on the season 151 at usf 125 versus memphis sorry um 157 at tulsa 130 versus ucf and that was only on eight carries 121 on 13 versus smu that's his last five games a stretch where Tulane is four and one since their loss to southern miss they are six and one it's a very good two-lane team the Bearcats are facing today, as we know. Defensively for Tulane, it's a combination of several players. Number two, that would be Dorian Williams. Uh, 93 total tackles, six and a half for loss, four sacks, pick, six pass breakups, three quarterback hits. All right. Nick Anderson, 88 total tackles, five and a half tackles for loss, a sack and a half, three pass breakups, three quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, and a blocked kick. You also got to stop Macon Clark. Nick Anderson, by the way, where's number one? Macon Clark, number 37. Seven tackles for loss, two interceptions, three pass breakups, quarterback hit, fumble recovery, and two forced fumbles. All right, and then Darius Hodges. Darius Hodges, five tackles for loss, four sacks, three quarterback hits, fumble forced, number six. Macon Clark, where's number 37, if I didn't mention that. Those are your players. Hodges, by the way, leads the team or tied with the team lead in sacks with four all right Bearcats offensively Ryan Montgomery showed a little bit of life last week I shouldn't say that I should say showed probably played his best game of the season right season high in carries season high in yards touchdown uh would have had two had he not stepped out of the end zone he's a really good player all right so that is um that's my player to watch for Cincinnati offensively if you can, I mean, the running game's still struggling a little bit. But if Evan Prater's starting, I think the running game is going to be opened up a little bit. All right. And then Ivan Pace Jr. This is his game to me. Right. This is his game to me. He's had a great season. He was just named a finalist for the Buckus Award. If he can play his best game of this season, save the best for last. He's had an amazing year. He's been quiet the last few games, it feels like. If he can find a way to go out there and have that signature 15-tackle game, you know, even just 10, two sacks, 
four tackles for loss, put his stamp on this season, everything he's meant to this defense and this team, that's going to go a long way. And to me, this matchup comes down to the Bearcats' front seven against Tulane's running game. Like I said earlier, if you can stop Tulane's running game and make Michael Pratt go have to win this game himself, that is going to be instrumental to the Bearcats' success, right? Right? To me, that's where this game comes down to. If you if Briggs and Phillips and Corleone and Pace, both Paces, Van Fossen, Wilson Huber even, another guy who's been here for a long time, you can find a way to slow down Tajay Spears, then you're going to be in position to win this game. Now, as for my score prediction, I said it leading into the ECU game. This is a culture game. Tulane has talent. Bearcats have the culture. I'm going to bet on that. And I don't think they're going to lose on senior day. I don't think they're going to lose at home. I think they win this game 27-24. And get to 10-2, 7-1 in AAC play, 33 straight home wins, clinch a spot more importantly in the championship game, and they will host the championship game next Saturday at Nipper Stadium, which I will be at if the Bearcats win tomorrow. After the game, I'm sorry, win today. Excuse me. I keep forgetting. I'm so used to recording shows, the preview shows the day before the game, but today is the game. Coming up later today, a recap of the game, or, or sometime this weekend, a recap of the game. Uh, and then we'll get into it next week, hopefully talking about the championship game next week. Um, so, um, again, subscribe to our, don't forget to subscribe to our Locked On Bearcats YouTube channel. Follow it to again, alert every time we drop a new episode and follow it. That's exactly what I said. Um, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an ATI. You can follow me on Instagram, AlexFranknet underscore. Email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Thanks for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights. Only Lockdown can provide Lockdown Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you're going to the game today, please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Wherever you're watching the game today, please stay safe and stay healthy. Hope you have a great Black Friday, Thanksgiving weekend, and enjoy the game today. And I'll be back with you sometime later today or this weekend with a recap of the game right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Alex Frank for Lockdown Bearcats, and I will talk to you all after the game today right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.